This is a podcast. Yeah, we talk about stuff. We we bought microphones. Yeah, I don't know why. We spent a lot of money. And we haven't done shit with it yet. It's been like a month and a Because I can't get you to fucking do anything. Look. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is a podcast. This is the Torn Page podcast. We're the Torn Page. I'm Casey. I'm Joseph. And today we're talking about Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. What about favorite games from back in the day? Yeah, I think it was like the biggest memory of games played as a kid, except for like Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. And Spyro for me. I played a lot of that shit. But we're starting off, we're going to talk about the Tony Hawk himself, since he's a major part of the game's success. And then we'll talk about the Neversoft era, which was the first, like, all the pro skaters, Thug, Project 8, Proving Ground. And then when they left, it all went downhill and sucked fucking ass. And, and I haven't played any since then. So. You almost had a pun there. What? It all went downhill. Oh. Tony Hawk's downhill jam. Yeah, fuck that shit. That game, game sucks so bad. Yeah, it was terrible. Anyway, we're going to have Joseph talk about Tony Hawk for a little bit and his successes and him being beautiful. Him being the man. The Tony bird Hawk's man. a legend. He's a fucking legend. The Birdman, Anthony Frank Hawk. Frank. That's a cool name. That is a- Frank Hawk. I think he would have made it further if he went as Frank Hawk. No, people would. No, Tony Hawk. Yeah. Tony Hawk just sounds better. Can you imagine, like, Frank Hawk's Underground? It'd be fug. (laughs) (laughs) I'm down. (laughs) I'm down. Or if he just went by Anthony, a hug. A hug. Oh, that's sweet. Sales would have went through the roof. Oh, yeah, people would love it. Thug sounds better, though. They're skateboarders, you know. Yeah, they're thugs. All that rock music and shit. Bam Margera. Yeah, he's a fucking weirdo. He took a dildo in the ass. Anyway. Multiple times. Yeah. All right, talk about Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk was born May 12th, 1968, which as of this year, 2019, makes him 50 years old. Yep. And he's been skating since he was, what, 14? It's his birthday. Holy shit, it's Tony Hawk's <laughs> birthday. He's 51 years old. We didn't plan this. That's, that's We did not plan this at all. Yeah, he's born in San Diego. He's Cali boy. Happy birthday, Tony. I'm sure he he's in the... Start of all the skateboarders, honestly. Yeah, when uh, Tony was a child, he was born to Nancy and Frank Peter Rupert Hawk and was raised in San Diego. When he was young, he was described as hyperactive by his parents. Now you have to take pills for that shit. Yeah. Welcome to my world. Yeah. Uh, Tony's mother said that he was so hard on himself and expected himself to do so many things. One time, Tony struck out in baseball and was so distraught that he hid in a ravine, hid in a ravine and had to be physically coaxed out by his father. He's a perfectionist. Yeah. His frustration with himself was so harsh that his parents had him, had him evaluated at school. The results were that Tony had, was gifted. He tested with an IQ of 144. School advisors recommended placing Tony in advanced classes. Oh, yeah, if you're that fucking smart, you better be in advanced classes. You don't want to fuck around and just be like, I'm dumb. I'm smart, but... Mm. I mean, that that shows where he is now, though, you know? He's Did, got smart, smart business mind. After reading that, it goes to say that if he has an IQ that high, he probably threw some physics into that 900, trying to perfect it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you can tell when he's hitting that bottom ramp that he... Gotta respect the squat. Yeah. Respect the, the, squ- the squat. The squat. 
respect the squat. Hawk attended Gene Farb Middle School from 1980 to 1981 and eventually returned for the show Homecoming with Rick Riley, where he set up a ramp and did a demonstration. He, he was one of the big, first big vert skaters, wasn't he? He was. Because, uh, I mean, a lot like back, like the Dogtown Boys, you know, they hit bowls and shit like yeah. that, but not. Like, uh, you, you didn't see that many back in the Z. Z Z boys, yeah, yeah, the Z boys. boys. You didn't see a lot of ollies and jumping and shit like that. You saw a a lot of uh, flatland. They they also skated different boards because they all they all skated longboards usually. Yeah, it uh, that's where skateboarding come from was surfing. It was concrete Mm -hmm. surfing, street surfing. Yeah, Uh, his parents supported his skateboarding because it served as an outlet for his excessive energy, like my mom did. Yeah, and as a hawk skills developed, he became a professional skateboarder at age fourteen. Yep. 1982 went pro. I remember a story. It was from when I was watching Casey Neistat did a video with Tony Hawk. It was like a, uh, it was an advertisement for when he released his mobile game this last year. Mm-hmm. And uh, Casey Neistat did like an interview with him and he was, he was talking about it and he was like, when he was in high school, he owned his own house. That's awesome. Like fit. He was like 16, 17 years old, owned his own house in high school with a pool in the backyard that he just drained for people to skate, for him to skate. Why else would you have a pool? I know, right? And it was just so crazy to think that, like, he he had won so many competitions by the time he was, like, 16 that he could afford to buy his own house. Still in high school. Just partying. And I can't even afford a tank of fucking gas. (laughs) (laughs) We're not as skilled. No. At anything. We would have been, but, you know, I just had to go and break my fucking leg. Yeah. Uh, shall we jump ahead to the 900? Yeah, go ahead. On June 27th, 1999, Hawk was the first skater to land a 900, a trick involving the completion of two and a half meter revolutions on a skateboard. How many times did it take Tony to complete it? 12. 12 12 attempts. After completing the trick, Hawk commented, this is the best day of my life. Yeah, it, it was that he did. He did that right before pro skater came out. It was like a month before pro skater came out. Is when he hit it. Uh, In 2011, Hawk was still able to land the trick and posted a video on his Twitter account stating, I'm 43 and I did a 900 today. (laughs) Fuck you, Tony. Tony Hawk has one of the best Twitters you can ever follow because it's full of just people not believing he's him. Hey, are you Tony Hawk? Yeah. Why? Like he went (laughs) to a fucking rental car agency to get a car. He had ordered ahead of time and he put the name Tony Hawk. And when he gets there... They had deleted it because they thought somebody was playing it as a joke. He walks up to the counter and the guy's like, oh, you're actually Tony Hawk. Like, yeah, this is me. He's like, he's like, where's my car? He's like, oh, I accidentally I deleted it because I thought somebody was playing a joke on us. And he was like, can I have a fucking car? Like, I need a fucking car. Uh, everybody remembers CCS Magazine. Loved CCS Magazine. I've, I bought so much shit through CCS. Yeah, shoes, shoes pants, shirts, uh, sunglasses for no reason. So that's where Nikki got his first board. Yeah, mine too. First complete was through CCS. Yeah, I, I, I got a zero board. I think his probably was too. That was at zero's like height and success before Chris Cole left and Jamie Thomas retired. And I had a choice between zero or girl. I, I would have chose Baker personally. Yeah. Terry Kennedy was my favorite skateboarder. But I had them DGK wheels. He puts the B in Baker. I miss my DGK wheels. Yeah, DGK was the shit. They were pizza. Was it Steve Williams? Stevie Williams. Stevie yeah, Williams. They were yeah. Stevie Williams. Them dirty ghetto kids. Oh, CCS Magazine. Yeah, about CCS. Go ahead. You could order it under any name. Yeah. No, they didn't care. I ordered it under Tony Hawk once. And they <laughs> sent it to me. 
<laughs> That's awesome. Uh, and today I accidentally threw some extra shit in because they're like, oh, it's Tony Hawk. Oh, it's Tony Hawk. Let's give him some extra yeah. shit. Why is he ordering the rest? <laughs> he gets free shit. Uh, in 2009, Tony Hawk was invited to President Barack Obama's Father's Day celebration and skated in the hallways of the nearby old executive office buildings, which is on the White House grounds. He don't give a fuck. <laughs> he don't like, care. I mean, if Barack Obama's your homie, you can get away with just about anything. You know this what I mean? this marked the first time ever someone skateboarded on the White House grounds with permission from officials. That's awesome. I bet you. I wonder if he would, he would like, back in the day, if he would have tried it without permission. Oh, no, he would have got... Yeah. yeah. He, don't they, like, shoot on sight if you try to jump, up that, jump over that fence? Yeah. Uh, in 2009, Hawk was inducted to the Skateboarding Hall of Fame at its inaugural ceremony. But yeah, that's Tony Hawk's the shit. I love Tony Hawk so much. Tony Hawk the Birdman. The Birdman. He owns Birdhouse Boards. Uh, Lakai Footwear. Oh, Does no, he the, own Lakai? No, these are uh, sorry, as sponsors. Yeah, he's sponsored by Lakai. Uh, he's sponsored by Birdhouse, which he sponsors himself pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Lakai Footwear, Independent, Bones, and Nixon. Okay, so independent trucks, Bones Wheels, Nixon Bearings. Yeah, isn't independent Walmart boards now? Uh, no, I'm thinking of World Industries. Yeah, in, independent, uh, they, they just make trucks, trucks and wheels. They, they're, they like, super popular in that space, though. Kind of easy to snap. Yeah, but... I should know. <laughs> yeah, speaking of legs. Um, <laughs> anyway, all right, that's Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk, he's a legend. He's done... Everything you can imagine, I think. People hate him all the time because he skateboards with his kid on board, but I he, mean, he gets on. so much shit for it. You don't even understand. His his daughter is like five or six. Riley? Or back when she was like younger. Yeah, I've, I've seen like He video, literally yeah. like there, he was like skating a ramp with her in his arms when he, she was like a baby. And he was like... I can skateboard better than most of you can fucking walk. Mike V did it with his daughter, but no yeah. one's going to challenge Mike V. Yeah, because there's videos of him fighting four guys at a time. Yeah, because Bam can't keep his fucking mouth <laughs> shut. <laughs> but, like, it was so funny. Tony Hogg, like, he posted on Twitter. He was like, look, I can... I have better balance on a skateboard than most people do walking. I promise you. It's nothing. I'm not trying to hit a fucking 900 with my kid on me. I'm just... <laughs> would have been awesome. That would have been wild. But, yeah. Uh, okay. I, I would say let's go through all of his, uh, his his skating accomplishments, but this is a huge list. How many it? gold medals does he have? Can you count oh, it? Oh, sweet Jesus. Uh, I, know, I know it's a lot. Counting, counting, counting. Ten. Ten golds? Ten golds. Is that X Games golds or um, just, just golds. open tournaments? Yeah, okay. Three silvers, three bronzes. That's awesome, though. He's so fucking good. But uh, with the popularity of Tony Hawk in the 90s or early 2000s, uh, let's jump into the games. Activision, they wanted a skateboarding game. EA had released uh, Street Skater. Sega released, what is it, Downhill Skateboard? Top Skater. Mm -hmm. They're both racing games, downhill racing games or whatever. Never saw, or Activision wanted to jump on the bandwagon. So... They approach Neversoft. They're like, look, skateboarding's getting huge. It's growing, it's growing, it's growing. We need to make a skateboarding game. Tony Hawk was not on board yet. So Neversoft was like, okay, we have the engine for Apocalypse. We created the third-person shooter. And 
when they showed that to uh, Activision, they were like, hey, we can use this this engine that can allow for all these 3D movements and various things so we don't have to make a racing game. We can innovate and create a new type of skating game that's never been done before. And Activision was like, let's fucking do it. Let's do this. That would be awesome. Innovation's always the key when in any type of technological platform, company, whatever. So, anyway, they move on with that. The company co-founder of Neversoft, his name is Joel Jewett. Yeah. He uh, he built a half pipe in his backyard when they were developing the game. And him and a bunch of his... Uh, <laughs> Joseph was trying to open his drink very quietly. It worked. And it was funny. Sorry. But he built a he built a half pipe in his backyard with, along with a bunch of uh his him and his a bunch of his coworkers all learned how to skateboard. So they could try to make the game feel as real as possible. My because little, they my the only one that like pictured in my head a bunch of like fat old dudes in business suits bailing on skateboards. These are game developers though. Okay, so fat nerds. They're not all fat nerds. I mean, it's all good. But yeah, he he built a he built a skateboard park, little little half pipe, so he could try to figure out how well they could relate to the game when creating it, so it felt as real as possible. Along with they they used motion capture. I think it was like one of the first games to use motion capture mm-hmm. in that way, at least to make all of the uh, movement feel as real as possible. They did a really good job on the first game to make something that's never been made before. They decided to use different soundtracks than most games that were out. And these games had the best soundtracks. Yeah, like from Pro Skater all the way shit to... I didn't play much Project 8, but at least to American Wasteland. Mm-hmm. That's what I, I remember all the way up to 05. Like every soundtrack. Because they tried to they choose like the rock music, some rap music, stuff like that. American Wasteland is still one of my best, my one of my favorite soundtracks. Yeah, it was it was so good. So it was Thug too. Moving forward, I don't I don't want to spend too much time on that. But Tony Hawk, he was attached like six months before release. They were like, "Hey, let's throw somebody's name on it." I don't know if it was because of other games, because I don't think I think he was the reason those other games were made. Yeah, like Matt Hoffman and Dave Mira games. Yeah, so, Matt, yeah. Matt Hoffman BMX, the Dave Mira, uh, and Kelly Slater. Kelly Slater, he had a Snurfer game, didn't he? Yeah, and... Uh, Plus, you know, like, PA, the Tiger, Tiger Woods games hadn't been made yet. Mm-hmm. The only game I think that was made before this was, what, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out? Yeah. But I wouldn't really say well, that. Uh, you also had, uh, you had skateboarding games, too, like uh, Skate or Die on the Nintendo. Yeah, but none of them had been made like this. They were all, like, downhill skating games. It was revolutionary. Games. Yeah, it really was. But it, Tony Hawk was attached to the game late, late, late in development. As we said earlier, he performed the 900 at the X Games in 99 or 98. 99. Yeah, 99. uh, About a month before the game's release, which, you know, definitely helped sales because he became the most legendary person in the sport at that time because he hit a 900 when no one else had ever done it. The game, let's let's talk about Tony Hawk Pro Skater itself for a minute. Uh, when Tony Hawk was released, it was released on the PlayStation August 31st, 1999, yeah. and was later ported to the N64, Game Boy Color, Dreamcast, and Engage. Ew. No clue what the fuck the Engage is. The Engage was like a... Oh, cell- God. Yeah, cell phone... 
mobile phone yeah. and handheld game system developed by Nokia. I don't want to talk about it. That looks terrible. It was awkward. Terrible. But the first game was basically like a career mode and like an arcade mode. Uh, career mode, you had five objectives to complete represented by videotapes. You had two minutes to complete the objectives, but you didn't have to get all five in a level. Yeah. You could, it, you know, if you completed one or two, like getting skate or combo, you could go back and get the other three. Oh, yeah. I remember that. I remember that. The, the But I don't remember a ton about the first game, but I do remember that. Yeah. I remember going back and playing it. I think I remember the most about the Thug games, mm-hmm. but they they did, they decided they said they wanted to make a game every year. That's why they increased production so much. That's why they increased their staff so much. You had Pro Skater Two that came out in two thousand, and then Pro Skater Three came out in two thousand one. Pro Skater Two was released on PlayStation, PC, Game Boy Color, Dreamcast, Game Boy Advance, Mac OS, Nintendo sixty four, and iOS. Eventually. Is it on iOS still? Ooh. That'd be kind of cool. Both games retained. Uh, they're pretty much the same games. There's a little bit of improvements. Like uh, I think Pro Skater 2, there was uh, more customization. Uh, new flips. Yeah. I think that's when like the double flips and triple flips came in where you could like hold the button and it would just like keep fucking going and then you'd break your nuts because you'd forget to let go and mm-hmm. hit the ground. Yep. And Pro Skater, was Pro Skater 3 when you got custom characters? Yeah, Pro Skater 3. Okay, Pro Skater 3 was released on the PS2. It was when it came out on PS2. And I think that was the first time there was online servers. Yeah, uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3 was the first game released for PlayStation 2 supporting online play, as well as the last game to be released on the N64, which was four months prior to the release. Yeah. I remember all that. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was Pro Skater three that uh, introduced double and uh, double flipping and triple flipping and all that. Uh, according to Metacritic, Pro Skater three and Grand Theft Auto three hold an average critic score of ninety seven out of a hundred, making them the highest rated PlayStation two games of all time. Yeah, between it and GTA three. GTA three was a fucking awesome game too. Yeah, it was. Yeah, moving past that. They were were both extremely critically acclaimed. All of the Pro Skater games were. Was Pro Skater... Did The original Pro Skater had uh, Pro Skaters in it, right? Yeah. Yeah, you had Bob Burnquist, um, Tony Hawk, Bucky Lassick, fucking Andrew Reynolds. I almost said Ryan Reynolds. I do that all the time. (laughs) Andrew Reynolds, Jamie Thomas. I forgot Jamie Thomas was in the first game. Holy shit. Jamie Thomas is one of my favorite skaters of all time. He's from Alabama. Yeah, yeah, he uh, he used to skate for the park down in Homewood before it got destroyed. There's a um, there's a skate company down there. I can't remember the name of them, but he used to be sponsored by them. And uh, there's a barbecue's place down in Homewood that was like right by the old skate park. Yeah, I think it was a Dreamland barbecue. Maybe, maybe, but uh, Nikki and all them went down there to skate and met Jamie Thomas there. It was pretty cool. Pro Skater 3 sold 2.1 million copies. Holy shit. Anyway. That's a lot of cheese. That's a lot of money. And anyway, moving forward, 2001, uh, they released Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2X. Did you ever play it? I didn't it, it was on original Xbox. Oh. It was pretty much a compilation of the first two games. Since they weren't originally on Xbox, 
and it was it allowed people that never played them before to go back and revisit them. It was literally the only release on Xbox. And then uh, we got Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 4 in 2002. Is this the one I remember the most about? I remember that cover a ton. I think that's the one with... Uh, it started open world-ish things? Ish. Yeah, it had a free skate mode. It was It's what led into like the story modes from the other games. It wasn't just mainly like, hey, you have to do this specific thing. You can technically like skate around and uh, do, do whatever. Do what you want. First game to include sketching, <laughs> where you could hold on the back of cars and whatnot. Mm, it was awesome. Speed wobbles. Oh, this is the game that had Django Fett in it. Yeah. Uh, secret characters. The Tony Hawk games are very known for doing that. Uh, after a while, they've had Django Fett, Iron Man, Spider-Man, Darth Maul. There was uh, uh, Daisy, which was a female character based fun, off an actress. Fun fact about Daisy, who was she voiced by? <laughs> Jenna Jameson. Jenna Jameson. The wonderful, lovely titty Jimmy Jameson. You remember her cheat code? No. It was literally boobs. Oh, really? Not the word boobs. Uh, the way you text boobs. Like the calculator boobs? Start parentheses, zero in parentheses, and then repeat that. It's pretty much boobs. That's her cheat code. That's awesome. Going into a little bit little bit of the future right now, you have uh, Billy Joe Armstrong. Oh, really? From Green Day. Darth Maul, Doom Guy, Eddie to the Head, which is Iron Maiden's mascot. Yeah. The Grim Ripper, which was a character from Guitar Hero, and Judy Nails, well, she was also yeah. Her. Hello, Lindsay Pastrana. Uh, Nick Kang from Ooh. True Crime. I don't remember who that is. Uh, what was the bomb's name? The bomb. Ollie the Magic Bomb. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Officer Dick, which was the first unlockable character. Yeah. Uh, Ollie the Magic Bomb. Officer Dick. Officer Dick. Tony Hawk's Underground. That's one of my favorites. All right. So after after Pro Skater 4, best-selling franchise in the world. They were the best-selling franchise in the world in 2002 after Pro Skater 4. So they expanded from, it was from 12 employees to 150 employees. They could develop more games, spend more time on, or make them better, feature more skaters, and one good thing was Activision paid skaters very, very well. I'm sure. The royalties they got for those games was extremely well. Which is, you can't say that about Activision now. But mm-hmm. back then, they, uh, it's like the thing, uh, what is the saying? Don't shit where you eat. No, it's like, do you live long enough to become a villain or whatever that saying? Yeah, whatever, Batman. Yeah, Batman thing. Activision, like, they started... The reason Activision started was to get away from the big corporate giants that didn't listen to the developers. And it was literally like the four amigos started it. And now they are what they ran away from. And it's just hilarious to see because they're assholes. Fuck Activision. Anyway, 2003, we got Thug. Yeah. Thug was, it was a story game of sorts. With the way they use storytelling, uh, exploration is like the main thing. And this was the first one that created custom characters. Yeah. You designed your own guy or gal. It's 2019. Mm. Or right. non-binary gender fluid. 
back then it was it, it was, was just male or female back then yeah yeah yeah, yeah. anyway but uh, you know you could be a female but skate around with a dick do you know why they created custom characters because I got tired of playing as Bob Burnquist no because when the thug game started moving forward all the way to probably American Wasteland it was about doing criminal shit yeah and they didn't uh, want you playing yeah. as Tony Hawk and spray painting a building destroying yeah. stuff and spray painting a building because it would, it would not. They didn't want it to reflect them in real life. They wanted you to fall for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure if you played Bam Margera, it'd be probably fine. Bam but, would own up to it. Yeah, or like Mike Vallely. Mike Vallely would just beat the shit out of anybody to try to snitch on him. Yeah, true. It was a uh, previous game had character creation, but um, when they started releasing on the PS2, they had that camera for the PS2. Mm. And you could do like the facial yeah. recognition thing, so the government could get your picture of you, twelve year old face, your PlayStation Eye toy. Yeah, which people, I mean, Snapchat now, you know, everyone's faces everywhere. But it was kind of cool to for it to implement in that sort of way. I think the uh, NBA games started doing that also. I can't remember exactly because you could like implement yourself as a basketball player. I, I can't see my. Five foot nine self playing with the Lakers, whatever. He means five five. Um, <laughs> Tony Hawk's Underground, the storyline behind the game is you created your own character and you're in New Jersey, I think, maybe somewhere in Jersey. Was it Thug 2 that had like Barcelona and shit? Or yeah, was that, that was American Thug 2. Uh, Thug, yeah, we'll talk about that in a second because you, you know I've played the fuck out of Thug 2. Yeah. And this one. Tony Hawk's Underground was one of the first games. What are the, what are the first in the Tony Hawk line of games, and the only one where you could drive a car. You could, couldn't you? It was, I don't remember. pointless. Yeah, true. Uh, you supposed to be skating, dog. You you could sketch. Uh, you can get off your board and climb around. Was this the first game you could get off on your board? Get off your board? I think so. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. That, I remember when they did that shit. That was shit. Was I love being able to get off my board? You could walk around, and the, the levels were kind of small. Yeah, but, uh, the way that no, this is when they started like building big levels because uh, expanding levels. The developers would get into get into the the lab finger quotations and build these levels as massively as they could until they couldn't run it anymore. And then that's when they would start cutting it down. Yeah. Yeah, uh, this they started they started in this game by developing the game the areas off of real life places. So, oh, this was the first game with uh, the, 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 the 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 level editor. Yeah, create your own skate parks, so you can just create like death pits. So every time someone loads into it, they just fall to the death and they can't get out. Yeah. I remember that. That was fun. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't remember the areas in this game. The only one I remember the most is Barcelona, because Barcelona is like a legendary skate spot, and that was in Thug 2. Yeah. The only ones I remember in Thug 1 was the hometown, and I think Hawaii? We should have really researched levels. I don't give a shit. It don't matter. If I research it, it'll all come back to me, and I'll start spouting off shit about it. But Thug 2, or Thug 1... Was when they started introducing difficulty settings mm. because people complained. Pro Skater Four apparently was too hard for eight year olds. I don't know, so they started adding difficulty settings and stuff like that. But 
And then you got a year later, 2004. Bro, they cranked these games out. Yeah. 99, 2000, 2001. Every fucking year. Every fucking year. Yeah, but now do we even care anymore? Nope, because Skate came out. So yeah. Tony Hawk doesn't matter. <laughs> skate killed Tony Hawk's games. Yeah. Anyway. Even, I forgot they created that Spider-Man game. Nice. Yeah, uh, Activision uh, made the Spider-Man games. Like Neversoft made the one, the first uh, one in two thousand. Yeah, and then uh, somebody else made the rest of them. Inter Electro and all that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, are we talking about my favorite one now? We're talking about Thug Two. We're <laughs> oh, gonna yeah. move on to Thug Two, the only sequel to Thug. It was the um, this was based in New Jersey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was New Jersey. Thug Two takes place like Thug One never happened. You pretty you get kidnapped by two people in hockey masks. Which are Tony and Bam. Yeah, and they want you to go on your world destruction tour. And you're playing as teams in kind of like a scavenger hunt. You know why they developed it the way they did? Because of Jackass? Yes. Yeah. Because Jackass just came out, and they were like, hey, people love Jackass. People in Jackass are skateboarders. Let's make the world destruction tour. Let's make more money. Well, we'll throw Wee Man, Steve-O, and all the other jackass stars in the game. Steve-O, okay, he, you could ride around on a mechanical bull. Yeah, I remember so, that. I remember that. Um, one of the best unlockable characters in Thug 2. Which one do you think it is? And you're wrong. It's Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> I never, see, like, when I played it as a kid, I never, like, got all of the unlockable characters. Uh, you could get uh, Shrek, Alien Kid. Because uh, I was, what, 10 years old when this game came out? Yeah, I was 10. Shit. Yeah. I played this game so much I could probably get in under an hour. Yeah. If I do just the bare minimum. I really, really want to try to get it on PC so I can play Thug Pro. Yeah. But I can't. It's too expensive. There's nowhere that sells it. You have to pay like $40, $50 for it on eBay and hope they actually send you the disc. Yeah, but Thug 2, better hope. Uh, in Thug 2, you don't get a choice of whose team you end up on. I forgot who you start out. I think you start out with Tony. Yeah. And then uh, at the end of the first level, they have the Wheel of Death or Doom or something where Phil Margera spins it. Yeah, Phil Margera is in it. He's an unlockable character at the end. Yeah. He skates around in his underwear. Yeah. Every so often, it could land on this thing, um, switch teams. You go on to Bam's team, or you switch back to Tony's. But your old friend from Thug One is back there with you, and he's trying to one-up you as usual. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. This was, uh, they included the, they started including new features and stuff. The score, it was a, it was a 3D environment. It was modeled after various cities. You had to complete various goals. They introduced the focus ability, which was, like, what, slow down time? So yeah, you slow keep down, your combo, yeah. Stuff like that. Uh, the Nauta Spin. Where you could spin on fire hydrants, pillars, and shit. And the freak out. Yeah, where you could just get fucking mad and snap your board. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Favorite one is where he just puts his head through it. And then they repurpose the wall point maneuver as the sticker slap. Yeah, and you could also uh, tag walls. Yeah. They did uh, also include a um, classic mode. Because people were like, hey, I want this stuff back from Pro Skater 1, 2, and 3, where you only have two minutes to do something, and I'm boring. Yeah. So, they I introduced two it back. minutes to spare of my life. Yeah. In Thug 2, when you're chosen for Tony Sam, you start out in the warehouse from Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1. Yeah, they introduced the downhill jam, the school, 
the warehouse from Pro Skater 1, the Canada, Los Angeles, and Airport from Pro Skater 3, and uh, Philly from Pro Skater 2. It's pretty cool. They did announce a sequel, but I guess it never came to fruition, and they did make it American Wasteland instead. And then after American Wasteland is when they start polishing the turd. But yeah, one of my favorite thing was they started every when they started introducing these real life areas, they sent photographers out with their teams to just look at the area. Like if someone never been to Barcelona before, but they had to design Barcelona, they flew to Barcelona and stayed in Barcelona for like a week, taking pictures, seeing the sights, seeing where all the people skated, talking to skateboarders. It was really cool the way they did it. And then we have 2005. They first, they introduced Thug 2 Remix. Oh, I remember that. It's for the PSP. Oh. oh yeah I do remember that because I beat the shit out of it <laughs> <laughs> yeah they released it for the PSP it was just a port pretty much of the console game yeah when PSP came out I, I got one and only thing I played on PSP was Midnight Club 3 Dub Edition yeah didn't that come with it yeah yeah. <laughs> because my mom wouldn't buy me nothing else yeah uh, Remix already had it like I was playing the shit out of it on Playstation 2 and then the PSP came out and I got it for like my birthday mm-hmm. mom's like what game do you want I was like let me get Tony Hawk's Underground too. <laughs> it's like, aren't you? Don't you already have that? Yeah, but not this one. It says it's got a different word on it, Mom. It's the same game. <laughs> it's literally just a port. Okay, that's enough for Thug Two. Let's move to American Wasteland. Was this Thaw? Thaw. Yeah. I don't Thaw. Think, I don't think anybody called it. Thaw. No, everybody called it American Wasteland. Yeah. American Wasteland. So great, it was, great, great uh, game. It was advertised as open world, no loading screens, which was. Bullshit, it, by the way. It was advertised open world, but it was really just... They took the city of Los Angeles and made several levels out of it. Mm. They made it as big as they could, but they couldn't make it that big. Yeah. Because it was still on PS2 and Xbox... Oh, this is what, it came out on Xbox 360, too. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is when uh, Xbox 360 came out, because PlayStation's always behind. Like a year behind. <laughs> Even though I'm a PlayStation player. But they would, they would take the biggest levels, as big of levels as they could... And then they would just connect them through tunnels. Mm-hmm. And that was your loading screen. The tunnels were the loading screens. And that's why there was like long tunnels in between and stuff yeah, like that. the subways. and yeah. That was your loading screens. So they could technically advertise it as open world, but wasn't. But this was the first time you could ride BMX bikes. I, I remember the commercial for this game before it came out. It's like Tony skating through Los Angeles and he hits an invisible wall. And it's like no loading screens. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember all that. Well, yeah, you could ride BMX box. You could actually compete in BMX tournaments. Because uh, this uh, this came out right after Dave Hoffman's... Um, Matt. Matt Hoffman, my bad. Matt Hoffman's BMX game. Yeah. That was created by Activision also. Yeah, you're thinking of Dave Mira. Rest in peace. Yeah, uh, my I keep, doesn't work. I keep forgetting he passed away. I didn't know he died. Thanks yeah. for telling me. <laughs> Dave Mira's dead. R.I.P. in peace. And, uh, American Wasteland, uh, the story of that is you're a newcomer to town you're a skater you're trying to make it pro and you hook up with um crap what was his name i don't remember you met up a mindy yeah you meet up with mindy and then she takes you to her secret spot no sexual innuendo intended her spot her magic spot yeah she gives you a new change of wardrobe uh insists that you have to fit in or whatever then you you end up at a local skate park called the Skate Ranch. 
That's it. Yeah. They say it's a locals only spot, but you fucking go anyway. But I don't, I don't, why can't I remember anything about American Wasteland? Right Pretty now? much in American Wasteland, you're the new kid in town that's trying to prove yourself to the locals. New kids on the block, suck a lot of dick. <laughs> but for, I, I have no idea why they put this in American Wasteland, but you could do parkour. Oh, yeah. Why? Oh, yeah. Iggy Van Zant was in the game. He was the one, the skate ranch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I remember that. I remember that. Uh, favorite part of American Wasteland is throwing my board into the wood chipper. The wood chipper? The wood chipper. Oh, you, you, you could throw your board in this. You could throw it at people. Oh, yeah. And I there's remember. a wood chipper at the ranch. If you threw it in there, it just went, and wood shot out the other end of it. That's super cool. That's, yeah, I, I didn't, my brain doesn't work right now. It, it was mainly about you... I remember the skate park because you pretty much build the skate park. Yeah. When you completed certain tasks throughout the games, as more pieces would come to the skate park and you could blow up the Hollywood sign. That's all I remember. Yeah. And Tony's there. I, I wish I could have played the games again mm. before we did this. They're so hard to find though. But yeah, getting a hold of it's really hard. Like it took me, like I had to go through somebody to get a copy of Thug 2 and yeah. it was just sitting in his closet. Yeah. If anybody has Thug 2 for PC, I want it. Yeah, uh, go ahead and send it to us. <laughs> Please and uh, thank you. I'm going to hop on PlayStation Network when I get back to the house and see if I can get American Wasteland. It might be on there. I haven't checked for uh, check. any of the Tony Hawk games. While you're rambling about this piece of shit fucking game, I'm going to look for I it. I didn't even play Project 8. Good. I never touched it. It was the first actual open world game Tony Hawk made. It was the first open world, never soft Tony Hawk game. PS2, though, the game was different. When this game came out is when I got my PS3. Yeah. I didn't get a PS3 game when I bought it. I got this game because I was like, every time I get a new console, because it was a tradition, every time I got a new console, like when I got my PS1, when I got my PS2, I got a Tony Hawk game. Yeah. Because it's something that I knew, it was a game that I knew. And I wouldn't have any trouble playing. Yeah. But I got this one, which was a fucking mistake. It came out in 06, which uh-huh. uh, I'm trying to know. Proving Ground was the one that got shit on by Skate. But Project 8 came out on originally on PlayStation 2, Xbox, and Xbox 360. And then a little bit later on the PS3. And the PlayStation 2 game was different than the PS3 and 360 game because the PlayStation 2 could not handle the content that was within the game, it being open world. So they kind of had to like change the game a little bit so they could still release it on PS2 because PS2 just halted development like a couple years ago. But Project 8 is centered around a character aspiring to go pro through a rank system. Reminds me of the um, Most Wanted Need for Speed Most Wanted, where you had to, like, beat off 15 drivers or whatever. Beat off. <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with you? All I, said, I didn't even say beat off. I said beat. No, you, you said no, I didn't. beat off 15 drivers. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Okay. All right. You had the... I remember playing this... Piece of monkey fuck. Tony Hawk had a team. He, or whatever. he, he had trying a to team get on his team. of certain people. You had to be in like the top eight to be on the team. Yeah. I never beat the game. I got the part. I got to, to 
place two and I couldn't get to place one. So I took it to fucking GameStop. Yeah, and that same year they released uh, Downhill Jam on the Wii. Don't talk to me about that game. The I mean, I never owned a Wii, so I never played it. I did play the shit out of Wii Bowling, but yeah, at somebody else's house. Anyway, two thousand seven. We're not gonna we're not gonna sit on Project Eight for too long. Uh, two thousand seven. We have Proving Ground. Did you play Proving Ground? Yeah, a little bit, I think. You had three open world areas: Baltimore, Philly, and DC. It was a similar concept. You choose between three career paths. I guess that's how you go to each three cities. The 360 version came with a demo of Guitar Hero 3. Ooh, cool. Gnarly. But there's nine levels. You have three East Coast cities. The levels differ between the different console versions. That's kind of cool. That's In PlayStation 2 and Wii versions, you have to pause the game to click levels. That sucks. Anyway, this game, uh, shit the fucking bed. Mm-hmm. Because you had a far superior game come out by EA <laughs> called Skate. Ooh. And them developing and the controls they developed really, really destroyed the whole entire genre. There's not a better skating game. No. And there will not be a better skating game unless it uses those same controls. Which they probably have like a copyright or something on. So no one else can fucking do it. Because it's EA. EA will not lose money. Now in Tony Hawk, I want to say American Wasteland, they implemented something like that where you went into focus mode. It's called nail a trick. It's where you use the joysticks to maneuver your board in certain ways. Like each one controlled a foot. Yeah. And you could flip it like every... But that wasn't really the same escape where you could pr- hold down and flip it around to the right, do a pop, shove it. I know uh, Skate, when Skate, Skate's first game, Outsold Proving Ground 2-1. to one, And uh, that's when, uh, personally, I think that is when the whole franchise was just going to die. It's there's you there's no way a Tony Hawk game is going to beat Skate because the controls for Tony Hawk, like I always thought they were good. And then I played Skate, and I was uh, like, yeah. "These controls are dog shit." And then what the, what the Tony? Not, I'm not blaming Tony Hawk for this. I'm blaming. Was it still Activision when? Activision games? made everything. Okay. NeverSoft made up until 2007, which was this game. Okay. And um, then they switched developers. Okay. Well, uh, I'm not blaming Tony for this. It was just his name on it. But you want to talk about Rod? Um. Before that. We'll, we'll close out on the Neversoft era. So, the franchise started suffering because the game surpassed its prime. I think people were getting tired of making them. Activision realized that they had a new big boy in town. That was Guitar Hero. Because Neversoft was also making Guitar Hero. Mm-hmm. Because Neversoft, I don't know if you remember, Neversoft was the original team that built Call of Duty. Yeah. So they had Call of Duty and Guitar Hero alongside Tony Hawk. And Tony Hawk was obviously not selling as much. So Activision was allocating the resources farther towards Guitar Hero and Call of Duty. And that's when Activision hooked it with Red Octane to make Guitar Hero. Yeah, because uh, this game came out around the third Guitar Hero game. And Guitar Hero blew the fuck up. Yeah. Hell Guitar yeah. Hero was fucking awesome. But that's when the development really just marginalized Neversoft. Um, 
They passed on the control of the Tony Hawk series to Robomoto, hmm. which we'll talk about them in a second. And I think Neversoft eventually in 2014 was well, a big pile merged. of poo poo. They were merged with Infinity Ward, uh, which is the Call of Duty developer. Yeah. That's the only thing they developed. And then the downfall of Tony Hawk. Mm. Downfall well, of Tony that, Hawk was what? because skate shit on their face. Yeah, they did. I wouldn't say it's the downfall of Tony Hawk. He's still rolling at $140 million. I mean, you know, the the video games. That wasn't his fault. I mean, he didn't have... He's not a developer. No. <laughs> Literally, his name is just on it. That's it. Yeah. It's just his name on it. But we have Robomoto, which is the next um, dickheads that created the rest of the shitty games. And their mascot is an unlockable character. Roberta. Roberta. The robot. We are... I'm not going to take a long time on the Robomoto series because it was very short-lived. I mean, it was like seven years, but they all fucking sucked. So... Let's keep it short and sweet. The first release was Motion. It was a DS exclusive. Mm-hmm. And it utilized like the tilt controls of a DS, kind of like how phones are now. Oh. And then also, uh, that was the first game where you could be a snowboarder, which I would probably like that. Whoa. Did you ever play uh, Steep? No. You need to play it. I think you'd fucking love it. It's it's on PS4. I mean, I did play Cool Borders. Steep's on PS4, and uh, it's it's actually like it's a. Um, it's like a Winter Olympics type game, you know? Like, there's there's snowboarding, there's skiing, there's fucking wingsuit flying. It's fucking it's good. Dude. Ten bucks right now. Oh, for real? Hell yeah, PlayStation Plus membership. You need to, you should buy it because it's actually fun as shit. Like, snowboarding, uh, you can fly one of those little squirrel suits. I uh, see that. Yeah, and like, slam headfirst into rocks. Like Sonny Bono. Yep. Oh, he nailed a tree in there, man. <laughs> Sorry, Cher. I love you. But, okay, 2009 was the first Robomoto game, and that was Ride. It was it was a game released on 360 and PS3. It used the uh, a skateboard peripheral controller uh, thing, and they did that because they said, hey, uh, Guitar Hero's making a lot of money. Let's release this game for $120 that you have to have the controller, the, the skateboard for, and let's make the game really, really bad. <laughs> and they did. The The complete shift in the controller system and style, You it was, the, the game got really successful on the open world concept. People really enjoyed that. And then you release Rod, and you're going down a rail, basically. Like, you're, you're riding down a fucking downhill jam shit. Mm. And you could like perform tricks and stuff like that, and it's and it's not what you. It was like it was. ten steps backwards. Yeah, it's not what you thought it was because when the game came out, I never owned it. Yeah, but I played it, and I thought to be able to do a kickflip in the game, you had to do a kickflip on the fucking board. So I tried it and shot the motherfucker across the living room. <laughs> but what it is is there's, <laughs> um, so many holes in the walls. Uh, it's, it's it. It wasn't like it was sensors on the side of the boards. Yeah, like you leaned one way, it picked up on that sensor. It was like, oh, is he trying this or is he trying that? Yeah, it was just a shitty game. Like they had Rod, and then they tried again. It was promoted as the next step 
in the evolution the of next step in game. fucking dog shit yeah it was it was so it sold horribly and then game trailers named it as the most disappoint, disappointing game of 2009 games radar named it the worst game of the year <laughs> and they still released a sequel because they probably already started it was a critical fucking failure and it only sold 3,000 copies in its first week I don't even remember it until that you was brought straight. it up I, yeah I had no idea what it was until you brought it up. It was so, so bad. And, I mean, the for- former developer never saw it. They said the idea of making these games where you had to have a little skateboard was because Guitar Hero made a bunch of fucking money, which they shot themselves in the fucking foot with that also, because Rock Band shit on them. I, I think that would be another episode talking about Guitar Hero and Rock Band and everything else. We'll talk about We will talk about Guitar Hero, because that's, that's a big part of... Did you hear about the Damn dude man. that beat Halo on legendary mode using a Guitar Hero controller? That's actually really cool. He he's the man. But okay, the 2012 you had Tony Hawk Pro Skater HD. It's I think it was like a collection mm-hmm. of all of the classic levels from the first three Pro Skaters. Um, it was pretty much just like the pro skater games yeah because they saw that hey these games in the beginning were doing so well but then we pretty much just stuck our dick in a deep fryer with ride and shred so let's just polish up the old games. and, and apparently it was still shitty yeah it was <laughs> apparently it was riddled with bugs and it was just just bad bad then uh after that they released shred session Meh, I don't know. It was on iOS and Android, I guess. No idea. Oh, it was pulled after uh, a soft launch. Apparently, they didn't like it. Well, they weren't the only ones. And then you have Pro Skater 5. Okay. Okay, you were with me when I bought this game, I think. Yeah, apparently, Robomoto, they consulted with the old Neversoft people on it, but I, I think I was with you, but I never played it. Okay. The guy wanted $40 for the game. We were up at trade day. Yeah. He wanted $40 for it. And I told him, you want to do 20 Because this game is terrible. It's awful. <laughs> it's shitty. I'll give you 20 bucks for it right now. It was a sealed copy. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, sure, you're right. <laughs> the guy selling me the game said, you're right. It's a <laughs> shitty game. Sucks. Yeah, give me 20 bucks. It's yours. Yeah. And... We were both right because I get back to the house, I, I boot up the Xbox, I put it in there. I'm like, come on, don't be shitty. Because a lot of people have told me, hey, this game's shit, you won't like it, but then I end up liking it. It's because the, the licensing deal between Tony Hawk and Activision ended in 2015. At the end of 2015. This game was released, what, September of 2015. So they had like, a couple of months to be like, hey, here's a fucking game before Tony Hawk leaves. And believe me, it fucking shows. They try, they were going to use a realistic look, but they changed it to that weird looking, they call it cell shade style, mm-hmm. but whatever it is, it looks fucking terrible. And it, they, it was like two months before release. They were like, hey, let's change the whole style. I got to the second level of this game. Like Activision was like, hey, it's a stylus design change. It uh, it allows more consistent frame rate. The game didn't have consistent frame rate. No, and even after the change, you know what killed this game for me? You have to land your trick. Like you have to press a button to land your trick. 
Oh, really? You can't just, like, land on the board? Well, you land on the board, but there's a slam function. Yeah. And you slam down to the ground, and you have a 50-50 shot of landing your trick or bailing. That's terrible. I got stuck in a pool. (laughs) I could not transition out of this fucking pool. Wow. I got... There's there's a, a mission objective in the game where you have to score these points, or Tony's head gets really big. And then it explodes. You have to keep tricking to keep his head small. It's so bad. So much cocaine at this video game company. Hey, guys. Let's make his head really fucking big. Apparently in 2017, the servers for the game were shut down. And uh, the game requires online support to play it. So it's unplayable. Yep. It's unplayable now, as of 2017. So now it's a coaster. That's... Oh, God. It has the fourth lowest score of all time of all PS4 games. And the fifth lowest score of any Xbox One title. It was named the worst game of 2015 by Entertainment Weekly. Like, people people were so mad about how bad the levels were created. I was excited for this, too. Literally, the create a level in Thug 2, people created better levels. Mm, and that's what they're doing with... Um, Thug Pro. Yeah. Thug Pro is... It's, a, it's basically... Th- it's a mod. Before we talk about... I'll thug, I will talk about Thug Pro in a second. Let's try to stay on track. January 2017, Tony Hawk was like, look, I still want to continue the franchise. Robomoto was sucked. Everything they made fucking sucked. So Hawk was like, the games are technically his. Mm -hmm. He can make Tony Hawk games. Uh, He can attach himself to them. So in 2017, he was like, I want to create a VR game. That's That's what he wants. Tony Hawk wants a virtual reality Tony Hawk game, which... Didn't happen because in 2018, Maple Media released Skate Jam. I haven't played it. I didn't want to try it because I don't like skate games on iOS and Android. Not very good, in my opinion. Mm. I might try it out to see if it's any good, but I think VR might be the play, honestly. If you could, like, if he could, it would be hard to do because you would have to be able to actually do a kickflip. It would be cool if, like, you could put wireless sensors on, like, a deck and just, like, sit in your living room and skate. It'd be cool. But, like, I don't don't think... I don't think it's using peripherals like that. I really don't think it's going to happen, VR-wise. Unless, like, people, you know, people that know how to skate, like, how to kickflip. How to 360 flip, you know, like your foot positions, how you fling your foot, how you flick it, stuff like that, how you heel flip, all that stuff. If you know how to do that and like technically you could put it on a VR headset and you could do it like without a board, it's possible. Just go outside and fucking do it. Yeah. Like <laughs> just, just go get on a skateboard go get sponsored. Go, go make something of yourself. Yeah. Like I think skateboarding games. There is not a better game than Skate. Mm-mm. If Skate 4 doesn't come out in the next five years, I'm going to go to EA <laughs> and I'm going to ask very, very nicely for a Skate because I don't want to get sued for saying something mean. Anyway, that is the Robomoto series. The Let's talk about Thug Pro, though. Thug Pro is probably one of the greatest things. It was designed by uh, four guys, Morton, Quaz, Percent Gone, and Chase. They're just uh, random kids on the internet that know how to make mods. So basically, you you have to own a copy of Thug 2 for PC. 
and then you download the Thug Pro mod, and it allows you, it's a total conversion mod of Thug 2 as a basis for an all-encompassing collection of all the levels from every Neversoft game. So everything from Pro Skater 1 to Proving Ground. All the levels. All the levels. It's continuously getting updated. They're uh, constantly adding in custom soundtracks, high-res overhauls, just everything you can imagine into the game. And that's truly like Thug Pro is what we needed when it comes to like reliving the game. That's really what is it started in what 2013 and they're constantly like they got the developer Morton Lords and he's got like long term plans for it. He probably has like a fucking Kickstarter or a Patreon or some shit to make money from it. Maybe he streams it. I know the guy that owns NoPixel streams him doing all of the coding, which is really weird to watch. It's really cool, though. Like, he streams him coding the whole server, which is really cool. But it's it's extremely, like, it's extremely well-received because it's put together so well. The developers, the, the people that code the conversion mod are really fucking good at what they do. You get to play every level from... Every game, except for I think they have some of the Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5 levels in there, but even Robomoto recommended Thug Pro <laughs> on Twitter if they wanted to play a Tony Hawk game. Hey, we make we make these games. Well, fuck our games. He's like, we made a really, really bad game. Do y'all guys want to play a better one? But I really want to play it, but it's really hard to get a copy of Thug 2 for PC. I just found it on Amazon for 40 bucks. Yeah. It's like 40 bucks on Amazon on PC. I wonder how... Hold up. The game might actually be fun as fuck on PC. Yeah. I've never played a skating game on PC. Me either. I know that... Uh, how, I wonder how playing skate would be. Well, like, with my mouse? I, th- I think... With the, <laughs> just flipping the fuck out of your mouse. Just... Uh, just delete this whole podcast <laughs> and just start over. That uh, would actually be... Re- I want to try that. Uh, yeah, talk about pricing of games. Thug 2 came out in 04? 03, 04? I think so. Um, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5 came out two years ago, right? Pro Skater 5 was 2015, four years ago. Okay, Pro Skater 5 is four years old. Thug 2 is... 2004. Uh, 15 years. 15 years old. Guess which one's, uh, more expensive? Thug 2, man. No. Pro, Pro Skater, Skater 5 is still 60 fucking dollars. Really? Yeah. They're still trying to charge 60 fucking dollars. And for I got it. it for 20 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> At the dirt mall. It's it's unplayable now. It requires online activity, but they shut down the servers for it. You can't play it anymore. So literally, if you want to play Tony Hawk games, get Thug 2 for PC or dust off a of PS2 and play American Wasteland. Yeah. I would say dust off a PS2, find one at a yard sale or a pawn shop or some shit, and play American Wasteland. You In my opinion, that's the best place to go. You won't regret it. If you can't, if you do not have a PC to play Thug Two and Thug or Thug Pro on, and you can't get, or if you can't get a hold of a copy of Thug Two, which I'm gonna try to do, so I can play it, then get a PS2, play American Wasteland, or an Xbox 360. I would say get a 360 and play American Wasteland. Yeah. Get a 360, play American Wasteland, and you won't be disappointed. Any last words about the series? 
Y'all did good. Y'all, Tony. 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 Tony has nothing to do with the fucking games. Tony. <laughs> Tony. Happy birthday. <laughs> I can't believe we recorded this on his birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, my friend. You were, you have been an inspiration to many, many, many people. You're an inspiration to me to start skating. Your games were good. I, I loved your video games. Uh, somewhere, probably still have one of your instructional videos of how to do an ollie. I watched Andrew Reynolds. Yeah. I watched, uh, Andrew Reynolds made, um, tapes for, uh, God, 411. I watched, do you remember 411? Yeah. McDonald. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I, can't remember his first name. Andrew, I think. I don't know. I don't fucking know. I bought some shoes. Yeah. And a tape came with it. Oh, okay. Uh, 411 used to be the shit, by the way. Yeah. Anyone that ever wants to watch skate videos, look up 411, not 11. If you want to see people fucking hurt, they have a whole, my favorite part, they have like a big section about scorpions. Oh, oh, oh my God. Is Ragdoll in it? Yeah, Ragdoll's definitely in it. (laughs) No, like the worst one is this like black kid. Can't remember his name. He's like. Is he the one that knocks himself out? He kicks himself in the back of the head and gives himself a concussion. He tries to, he tries to 50-50 rail. And it wasn't uh, greased enough. And his, his board just stuck. And it was like a 12-stair rail. So, obviously, he flies face first and he can't catch himself. He bites the ground and kicks himself in the head. Dude, it, 411 Gnarly. Gnarly. Yeah, uh, in closing, who was your favorite skater to play as in Tony Hawk? To play as? Probably in the original games, uh, Chad Muska. I loved his style. Yeah. Uh, high socks, high socks, shades, flat bill, short jerseys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love Chad Muska. And then uh, when it moved on to like more uh, custom creator and stuff like that, I would just choose random shit a lot of the times, make it look like me. Sometimes I'd, I, I, I if I could have played as Terry Kennedy, mm-hmm. Terry Kennedy was my favorite skater. Funny as hell, really good, but. I think Chad Muska was my favorite playable character. Uh, mine, aside from like Darth Maul. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, mine was uh, Mullen, Rodney Mullen. Rodney Mullen, yeah. Because he's 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 the innovator. He's the man. I could I could legitimately talk about skateboarders for a long time. Just like with Tony, innovating with uh, vert style. Rodney was the man. He, of street he, style. Do you know why I started street skating? Because vert was too hard? No, because um, he was vert skating and he, I can't remember what he was trying to do. He was trying to learn a new trick and he fell off his board and didn't land it right on his knees to like slide down and he broke his arm and his mom and dad were like, we need you to stop hitting these vert ramps because it's scary as shit. So he was like, Here's the deal. He was like 15, 16 at the time. So he had a little bit, he could talk to his parents a little bit, you know? Yeah. So he said, build me a concrete slab in the backyard. And then he just went to town. They, they just built him like a concrete slab, like a 12 by 12 concrete slab or whatever. And he started doing all the fucking crazy, like Primo slides, um, Caspers, all that shit. Like he just created so much yeah. because, because he hurt himself. Uh, he, 
Mullen, the reason why I always picked him is because of the Casper slide, the dark slide. Watch uh, the almost round three tape. I love that tape. Greatest tape ever, except for maybe the new uh, Plan B tape. Is the one you're talking about, is that the one where he uh, accidentally slams into Shatner? Yes. He, so almost round three was Rodney Mullen, Day One Song, Chris Haslam, Ryan Sheckler, and one other person. Hmm. I can't remember the last person. Chris Haslam was the Jesus of skateboarding at the time. Day One Song is Asian. And yeah. really, he's, it's, it's insane how good he was. Rodney and Mullins, Rodney Mullen. Physics. Ryan Sheckler. Ryan Sheckler has balls of steel. Yeah. I, I don't care like how many people hate Ryan Sheckler. That man will jump off of anything. Sheckler had... He ollied off a fucking building. He had three cars before he could even drive. Yeah. Like, I think he was the youngest to go pro until Nasha Houston took yeah. his butt. Took that crown. Yeah. But, uh... Favorite secret character. Favorite secret character? Yeah. Probably Darth Maul. Uh, like, unlockable? Spider-Man. Oh, which game was Spider-Man in? Uh, one of the originals. I think it was two it was or three. probably in one, because Spider-Man came out at the same time. Mm. I think it was, like, two or three, because the only unlockable character in the first one was also Dick. Oh, okay. Um, because he had this trick where he would kickflip. His special was he would kickflip the board out, throw a web, and bring it back to him. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember. Um, I, I forgot about the special moves. Like, every character had, like, a specific special uh, move. In the original stuff. game, uh, each character had eight flip tricks, eight grinds. And eight, eight grabs. Yeah. And then a special. Yeah. Which Tony's was the 900. Uh, McDonald's was the McTwist. Yeah. Because he created that. It was like a little, like a backflip roll thing. McTwist was kind of cool, though. I always call it a varial. Yeah. It's called the McTwist. Uh, now, back to Thug 2. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know you could go to hell. Really? For years, I did not know that. I would beat the game. I didn't either. You could uh, unlock the hangar, which yeah. was an alien spaceship thing. If you completed, they weren't on your list of objectives. You had to find them yourself. You would have to hit these buttons. You have to grind to them, sticker slap them. It opened up a portal. The ship would take off and fly through it. The next level would be like a Mayan temple. Then you would piss off the idols by spray painting on them. And yeah. then it would unlock, It would the, something would fall, break the ground. You could uh, transition into that. And then you can go to hell. You did an objective there where you knocked over these pillars and it opened up another portal where it went to like a little dance club looking thing. Yeah. And if you went behind the curtain, the devil was in there. And if you press like triangle... It's a dance with the devil, and you and the devil would just, like, fucking shammy and get down. <laughs> that's super cool, actually. Yeah, I found that out when I got Remix. That's a, that's super yeah. cool. I never knew that. I never did any of that stuff. That's super cool. But that's uh, Tony. Tony, baby. Let's talk a new game. Let's, let's bring back the nostalgia of the original games. Let's, let's, the grittiness of Thug 1, 2, let's and Let's have Thug 3 when the PS5 comes out. Let's have Thug 3 with the same nostalgia as the original games, but the greediness of 1, 2, and American Wasteland. Yeah. Don't do Pro Skater 5. Don't yeah. do anything you did with that. Call Neversoft. And tell them to... You love them. Get their shit together. And you miss them. And you want to have their little PlayStation babies. That's what we want. That's we, what we want. We want Thug 3. God damn it. I think that's what people want is Thug 3. Yeah. 
You can make it nice open world like American Le- Make it like the open world Project 8 was. The true open world that you had in Project 8 and Proving Ground. But like the gnarliest gnarliness and like the grittiness and the crazy antics you had in like Thug 2 and American Wasteland. If, if we get a if we get a Thug 3, do you want Fat Bam? You can't have Ryan Dunn in the game though. He wasn't in any of the games. Which saddens me. Yeah. Put him in the game, but... As like, an unlockable. Put him in the game as an unlockable, but like... Never mind, I'm not going to make a joke. I know where you're going. Never mind. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> make his special where toy cars fly out of his ass. <laughs> oh, never mind. Okay, we're going to... we're gonna. Yeah, come. I was about the shitty joke, but... Ryan Dunn, we love you. Yeah, I was going to make a joke about him dying. So... <laughs> That was the Tony Hawk everything. A lot of stuff. We did it. We made a, a thing. We we made a baby. We made a little, little Tony. This this podcast is our baby. This is our gaby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I've been sitting on that joke for weeks. Right. By the way. Let's uh let's end this. Uh, happy birthday, Tony Hawk. You're the man. And happy Mother's Day to all you ladies out there. Yeah, happy Mother's Day to all the mommies. Uh, uh, everyone that takes care of children. Happy Mother's Day. Yeah. Uh, Say, you, tell your grandmas, tell your great grandmas. Tell, tell your aunties that raised you, we're going to cut that. That's racist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not cutting anything. Mm. We're losing... A fan. It doesn't matter. Okay, so this was the torn page. This was Tony Hawk's Pro Skater and the entire series of Tony Hawk games. The good, the bad, and the bad, and the bad. And the bad, and the bad, and the Pro Skater 5. Yes. And the bride, and the shred. I was Casey. I was the artist formerly known as Joseph. And that is where we're going to end it. We love you. Uh, Follow us on Twitter. We are on Twitter. Uh, my at is lasers gg mine is my first and last name if you don't know it fuck you it's joseph basil god damn it just tell him my social 421 that's a phone number (laughs) (laughs) uh the twitter for the podcast is the torn page pod it's at the torn page pod uh, Instagram is the same. I don't use Instagram. Uh, the email is the torn page podcast at gmail.com. Drop us a line. Uh, either either email or DM the tw- torn page Twitter if you want to give suggestions of what we should do next. Um, if you want to give us money, DM me for my PayPal. Because mm-hmm. why not? Or just hand uh, it to me in public. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> We're just fucking around, but... Like, if you really want to give me money. Give us some money, because burritos aren't fucking free. Oh, dude, we have a new burrito spot opening. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hotheads. They're pretty much done. Yeah. They should be open in, like, a week. Yeah, this podcast brought to you by Hotheads Burrito. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> not hashtag ad. All right. We're done. We're going to get out of here. We're. I got to edit this and cut out, like, 30 minutes of bullshit. Um, yeah. Spay a new to your pets, everyone. This was The Price is Right. Bad appetite.